You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. Finally. Jets. Ravens. I have no idea who's going to play quarterback, by the way, Cordell. Uh, We keep hearing that Zach Wilson went back to practice, but we know that Joe Flacco has practiced um, for him because uh, Zach Wilson was out um, and he avoided a major injury. Um, but there, the Jets are now saying it's very possible that he plays. So we don't know who's playing, but you have to still do what you have to do uh, on your end. And the Jets have a nice, you know, wide receiving core. You know, I know they're trying to trade Denzel Mims. They still have um, uh, Corey Davis and, and company. And this is a new, a revamped, excuse me, a revamped defense secondary specifically in the secondary um with some new faces going on and um i am just curious to see what the ravens or or i'm curious to know your opinion in terms of how the ravens will fare uh against the wide receivers of the jets and does the quarterback make any difference of how you think that they will fare because you know obviously one has way more experience we literally just talked about the guy because he was a raven and and then one is i think going into his third year so you know does the the quarterback make the difference in how the impact uh of that wide receiving core affects the secondary possibly possibly because they they've been able to have a little more of a of a rapport with flacco as of recent because of zach wilson dealing with his injury so um, and I, talking to Andy Vasquez, who covers the Jets uh, a couple weeks ago, I mean, he was saying Flacco looked like the better quarterback, even when Wilson was there and yeah. healthy. And he's not the only one to say that. So uh, I, I think that that could matter uh, to a degree. And obviously the element of Flacco versus the Ravens also just gives it just that much more uh, fire. Uh, but I, I think that no matter who the quarterback is back there. And we also, I also want to throw Mike White out there because 
I, I still think Mike White could be a guy that we possibly see week one. Who knows? The Jets situation is still a mess, I think, <laughs> uh, right now. And it wouldn't surprise me I definitely to see all three of these quarterbacks throughout this season. But as far as this, as far as week one and looking at these receivers, I, I do think that this is a very talented receiving group. Uh, you've got Elijah Moore, who's your second year yeah. receiver from last year. He was really a stud, especially once he was able to get healthy last year. He showed how dynamic he can be uh, in this league. And, and he was one of the Jets' primary sources of offense last year once he was finally able to get out there. Garrett Wilson, another one, rookie this year from Ohio State. Yes. This dude is big play uh, potential. He's a guy that can definitely go up and get the ball over anybody. Um, I, I look at I look at those two guys added to Corey Davis, Denzel Mims, and those guys out there, and they added CJ Uzama uh, at the tight end position. Yep. And, um, so they they've got some pieces uh, on that offense. And looking at this secondary with the Ravens, and this is a secondary that was thought to be potentially the best secondary in football this year. They're definitely loaded. If nothing else, the Ravens went and really revamped. Uh, this secondary unit this year, adding Marcus Williams, getting Marcus Peters back, drafting Kyle Hamilton, drafting Pepe Williams and Jalen Armour Davis, uh, and also getting Marlon Humphrey back uh, as well. So, yeah. you know, this is a this is a secondary that's definitely loaded. And I think they'll be tested early. Um, this is a this is a nice test for them uh, going up against the Jets. The Jets as a team. I don't know necessarily what to expect from them. I mean, I think that their defensive line and everything is good, and we'll break the, the game down as a whole probably more uh, in the next episode. But just I, I do think that this offense gives them uh, a little bit of a chance to ha to make some big plays. They've got some big play receivers. I've said it before that tackling in week one is always an issue. Yep. And when you're having poor tackling, especially on the road, um, it could it can make up for some big plays given up. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Flacco go out there and just empty out uh, the bullet chamber. I'm telling you, like he's going whatever whatever ammo he's got, he's letting it go in this game. Um, yeah. So I, I think he's going to look to spread the field. I think he's going to try to get the ball into these young playmakers' hands in open space and see what they can do. The Ravens had tackling issues last year. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case this year. But I, I I don't expect to see, as far as this Ravens secondary, I don't expect to see the big plays given up like we saw last year. A lot of miscommunication all throughout the year with that Ravens secondary. And it, and it bit them time and time again. It seemed like it was at a point to where, like, at least once a week, it was a miscommunication in the secondary that gave up a big play. Hopefully that part of it is gone. When you talk to these guys, they continue to talk about communication. Communication is so much easier in Mike McDonald's system. Communication is a point of emphasis in Mike McDonald's system. So we'll see if that translates onto the field because the Jets do have a couple of guys that you can't just, you know, give them a free run. You, you can't just allow guys to be running wide open because a seasoned vet like Flacco will hit them. And a wide-eyed young boy like Zach Wilson, I'm sure, has no problem letting it go either. Yeah, I mean, if I'm the Jets, I understand that you want to know if Zach Wilson is your future. So if he's healthy, you put him in. You put him in. But if I want to win, I'm going. I'm going with Joe Flacco. If you're telling me that he has played well, and this is against his one of his his predecessor, the one that drafted him, 
and uh, let him go for another quarterback that they drafted that he was not prepared for, he probably wants a little bit of re- oh, yeah. revenge. And and look, I don't know how big, how small that is, but you can't tell me you don't want to if you're if you know that you're gonna see your ex in the club, <laughs> you, you're not gonna show up, right? And let them know why. I'm doing good without you. And you might miss me a little bit. That's just mm-hmm. kind of how it goes. That's human nature, right? So Flacco is going to show up. That's the one that I know is going to show up. You mentioned all of the weapons. Completely forgot that they, they drafted Wilson in the draft, which maybe that was purposely. Maybe I forgot because I, I that's just too much talent <laughs> that they got going on over yeah. there. So now you're in a situation you have this great wide receiving core. I'm not really sure what their offensive line is like, but, you know, I know that they suffered a, um, a loss on the offensive line, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how that's going to go for them. But you did mention that that there's this secondary really struggled last year in communication. And when you have that type of receiving core that you're playing against, you need to make sure that everybody understands their assignment, that there's no questions about who's guarding who, what are we doing here, who's playing what. And I hope for the Ravens' sake, Marcus Peters is able to play week one because he's a big part of helping these guys, especially these young guys that the Ravens have, get acclimated into what it is that they need to do and have and be ready to play. Because, you know, although this is not the same as last year where, you know, you were just having guys off the street, there's still some youth in the secondary Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the Kyle Hamilton and Armor Davis and, and Pepe Williams, there's still a lot of youth in the secondary that needs some veteran help to get them there. And Marlon is great, right? We obviously know Marlon is CB1, but having CB2 and Peters back, or if you want to call C- Marcus Peters CB1 and Marlon CB2, I don't care how you call it. It's better to have two guys with the experience that Marlon and that Peters has at more as opposed to one to help you get acclimated. And then Marcus uh, Williams being a first-time player in the Ravens' uh, uh, defense. So I I really hope that they can find a way to, even if Marcus Peters not playing at like every defensive snap, if he can find a way on the field, that would help a, a whole lot because this is a problem. And I know we like to look at the Jets because they're a mess from an organizational standpoint and be like, oh, yeah, we could potentially win this game. But the Ravens got way too many questions across the board for people to say that this is a shoe and win because I don't see it that way. And, and those guys at the Jets are going to show up and they know that they have the talent from a wide receiver perspective and they're going to use that talent. There's mm-hmm. no way that they're going to lay down just because the Ravens should win a football game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, everybody's got hope in August. That's the saying, you know. Exactly. Everybody's got hope in August. And right now the Jets have just as much hope as the Ravens do going into the season. Um, And you touched touched on it like Marcus Peters is going to be a big part of this secondary. Is he there week one? That's, that's That's another huge question. Because if they have Marcus Peters out there, 
I really like this Ravens defense. I mean, I, maybe it's just me. I, I've really, I've always been a huge Marcus Peters fan. Um, this is a guy that leads the NFL in interceptions since he's entered the league, and that record, and that still stands today, even with him missing all of last year. That still yep. stands. So that just lets you know what he brings to a secondary. And you saw it last year; the turnovers were way down. The 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 uh, miscommunication, everything, the Ravens just quitting. And it just didn't look like, they didn't look like themselves. They didn't have that edge. And Peters comes with that edge. He gives them that, you know, that, you know, I don't care attitude, you know, whatever, yep. whatever goes. Whatever, he bring I'm, that I'm dog out of him. He bring that dog. Yeah, he definitely, <laughs> definitely got that dog in him. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, I, I like Peters being added out there. It just, changes everything that the Ravens can do. Now you can feel comfortable putting Marlon on the inside or you could put him on the outside. It allows you to have some flexibility with your young corners. Um, nobody's really having to uh, have too much pressure on them, I feel like, in the secondary when you've got Peters out there. Um, now, another big question about this secondary will be how much does Kyle Hamilton play? Kyle Hamilton was at practice on Monday. That's right. a good sign. He's working his way back. Ravens are getting healthy at the right time also uh, because they only had one person miss practice on Monday and that was Travis Jones. So that's a good, that's a good sign in general for this team uh, going into this week one uh, year, because I thought that was the biggest question mark about the Ravens going into this season. And now we're starting to get a little more clarity, but with Kyle Hamilton, I want to see how much he plays out there. I want to see how much they move him around I expect Kyle Hamilton to play all over the field. I want to see how much they blitz him. I've been saying a lot. I think that when it comes to the pass rush on this Ravens defense, it's going to be by committee. And I think it's going to take a total team effort to rush the passer. And I want to see how often these secondary guys are blitzing the nickel blitzes. I think they're going to make a killing off that nickel blitz, man, especially when Marlon is in the slot. When Marlon's in the slot, I think teams have definitely got to be on their P's and Q's of that dude blitzing because he's a very underrated blitzer and he's so fast coming off the edge. And when Marlon's hitting the quarterback, he's got one thing on his mind and that's punching that ball out. So, that's it. Punch uh, bowl. I, I, I really, really want to see what the Ravens are able to do with a fully healthy secondary because I, I think we could see some innovative stuff back there. I'm excited to see this. Um, you know, you everybody knows I'm not a fan of what we were doing in previous years with the cover zero blitzes and particularly with people that had a ton of inexperience as a result. So mm-hmm. I'm curious, I'm hopeful that uh, Mike McDonald um, utilizes his, his players in a smart way, <laughs> for lack of better term, yeah, uh, because bit, some, some of those better. blitzes were not smart, if I can yeah. say that. Um, or not wise. Maybe that's mm-hmm. a better word. Maybe they weren't Wink, wise. And- Wink was stubborn. I, and I love Wink. But he Wink was. Is, he was. Wink, Wink is just stubborn. And, you know, last year the Ravens were depleted with injuries on both sides of the ball, specifically on defense in this case. And you just didn't see any any type of adjustment from Wink. It was, we're still going to be us. We're still going to be aggressive. And I just, it just obviously, it, the proof is in the pudding. It didn't work. For them, yeah. and it, I think it cost them a couple of games just simply not wanting to adjust their game plan just a little bit. Yes, 
Agreed. Well, the Ravens will have a lot on their hands week one. Uh, like, as you mentioned, that is a lot of ammunition that the Jets are working with. And depending on the quarterback, um, you know, it'll be fun to see, or maybe not, <laughs> how, how right. the Ravens fare against talent that the Jets have. So, thank you for joining us on Winning Drive. When we come back to you guys later this week, we'll be one step closer to week one, and we'll talk more about matchups between the Jets and the Ravens when we come back to our next episode. Can't wait to talk to you guys. Thank you for listening. This is Winning Drive.